Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jurymore Podcast, the podcast where we're getting married. Yeah, this Still. is all preamble. Everything is leading up to us uh, getting married. Yeah. Still yeah. hasn't changed. No. Hasn't changed. Still this the plan. Is still a podcast about us getting married. If you meant to download a podcast wherein we talked about crockware. That's not this one. Not this one. Not this Although one. we did get a crockpot recently. We did, actually. The yeah. or um, Fuck, this is this has become the other podcast that I had just talked about. Now it is. Well it it's, is all it's definitely not a pass. Hearthstone podcast. No. We did a fun little Hearthstone live stream last night though. Yeah. Me and Brian. Yeah. It was called Hearth and Oats. That's a that's a pretty good name. Pretty we good had, name for a Hearthstone podcast if we, I do say so myself. We had a lot of uh a lot of uh fun uh gimmicks. Anyway. That's not this show. This show is about our road to marriage mania. Uh it is uh how long are we? We're Oh my god, I don't want to think about that. Should we have like a, the countdown? a countdown clock next week? That's terrifying. I don't know that I want to do that. Yeah, uh, we're getting married if, a million years from oh, now. Oh, so we have so much so, time. Oh my god, so much time we have. Uh, so let's go ahead and just get right into the updates. Let's do it. Update. Uh, so the invites are rolling in slowly but surely. Nobody knows how to tell uh, what a deadline is, as it turns out. We're like the worst, though, when we have to turn them in for other people. So uh, I don't feel so bad uh, about other people, like, you know, not knowing the dates that they need to turn stuff in on. and Even though it says, like, turn in by this date. Listen, man, I don't play by life's rules. I know. I'm not expecting everybody else to do you it. You don't pay parking tickets just on because, time. All you right. Know. All right. Listen, you yeah, know. I'm a rebel. Just right. know who you're marrying, baby. Because mm. I'm out here, uh, I'm here living life the way I want to live. And I don't, maybe I, I'm, I don't know, I'm busy. It's okay. You're still wearing the fedora. That's for you, Glow. All right. We'll get into the fedora in a second. Uh, here's what we've also found out. Um, people that we meant to send invitations to that we didn't. Uh, we are slowly realizing that. Um, it's hard to remember all of your friends. Yeah, right? I feel like it's a very understandable thing, like, if if you forget people. So we're we're just in the middle of that. that Has anybody been salty about it? The... I don't know about salty. Certainly some... The problem is when a group of... There's a group of friends... And somebody didn't get one amongst a group of friends. Like, yeah. that's a problem. You know, now, because it's like, well, is there beef? You know, like, why are you singling me out? Yeah. Like, so that's an issue. But uh, other than that, like, you know, I think everybody's been super, super rad about it. And everybody, you know, by and large, people who want to come to the wedding, who are asking about the time and date. And I'm like, oh, don't. I mean, it's a thing. good thing we've got an open ceremony, guys. We do. Everybody we do. can show up. So um, yippee skippy. Yeah, that's pretty much the big the big update is is uh, our our continued. Um, you know, I, you know, and, and go there, you know, go ahead and email in justinrobertyoung at gmail dot com if you had any uh, amusing or heart wrenching uh, invite decisions that you had to make. There is one big thing that we still need to do. 
script out the wedding. Script out the wedding. Yeah. And we have like put that off for it's probably been almost a month now, right? Yeah. Just because you're on the road all the time is the the bulk of it, I think. Because we we just need to like dedicate an hour, and it's well, so hard. Yeah, to it's, dedicate it's an a hour. big. It's a big. You know, I don't know if it's like raw time thing, like because it's something that I think we've both kind of been putting off a little bit, just because it's a really big thing, you know. And and yeah, like anything else, you're gonna want to get it right, and you know, it's just a big. It's something big to tackle, and also it's like these creative decisions aren't like if we were just writing a two person show. You know, if we were writing like a, a, a show, a comedy show with the two of us, then obviously there's egos for us as crea- creatives and performers and writers and everything that we have to negotiate. But there's also, in this case, like the fact that it is like our show of shows. So we are essentially writing a two person show with a cast that will not rehearse for an event that we are marking for the rest of our lives. Seems legit. So, I mean, you can understand... What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. But but you can understand where that is something where we're not just super... We're not yelling, you know, into the breach so we can get this kind of stuff done. Well, hopefully... Uh, you know what? I actually think that this will be the next big thing for us, the next big fight, the next um. laying on the floor moment, because I think you and I will butt heads on, like... Maybe certain creative things that we think in our head, like, oh, yeah, the other person's totally on board with this and then might not be. Which, by the way, is the creative process. You know, the the creative process is making that kind of stuff happen. So, uh, you know, the fact that there will be those buddings of heads is not a problem. Uh, it's just a matter of us being able to play it out and not kill each other or have our marriage ruined before yeah. it even happens. That's true. We can true always facts. just elope. Where are we at on the elope scale? Ooh. I mean, on the count of three, we say it. One, two, three. Three. Four. You hesitated. I said four. Mm. 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 Uh, so that's pretty much uh, That's where we're at as far as, uh, you know, we, we're, we're plodding along. Um, you want to do a real quick shout out to uh, the, the, the registry? Oh, I thought we were doing that later, but that's fine. We can do it now. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, bit.ly slash jurymore yep. is where you would like to go if you want to buy us things on our Amazon <laughs> registry. registry. Uh, Amazon uh, Web- Webster. A little registry. Uh, so Oi. I got a little registry. A little present for you. It's insane how much people have bought us. It's like crazy pants. We just got a freaking. Uh... We got a crock pot and a waffle maker. Uh-huh. That's insane. Thank you to everybody. I'm going to make waffles this weekend. You should, man. That'll be good. Yay, waffles. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and get into our main topic. So you've never lived with anyone before. You know, I always say that, but... Um, Not anyone that you were actively banging. No one that I was... I never lived with anybody I was actively banging. No. Ironically, I've never lived alone. I've had to live with my family 
I lived with roommates in college. I lived with roommates as a as an adult before I moved in with you. So I have always lived with someone. I have never lived I, with somebody I've actively banged. And so, like, what are, I guess, what are, like, some of the big things for you on that? I mean, probably the biggest stuff is more just, like, our relationship stuff. Like, now that there is a buy-in for both of us, you're basically, like, a, a consider yourself a massive stockholder in Jury Corp. Okay. So it's like, I still re- retain the CEO ship. I make the final calls. But yet, you're part of the board, and I got to take your opinions under advisement very seriously. I, I, have, to, I have to challenge my own wisdom, my own decision-making, uh, according to uh, any issue that you might bring up that is adversarial to it. So in that, in accordance with that, there's some stuff like the fact that I'm wearing a fedora right now. Mm-hmm. So I have an unkempt wild beard. It's a problem. It's a and problem I've, for I've all of us. what I've noticed about the beard is that uh, when it gets long enough, you can't really tell the undergrowth. You know, the neck beard isn't really in full view. Unless you turn your head to the right or to the left. Okay, but, well, many times I have shaved my neck beard and the internet, which notices every tiny little physical element of everything, would not know whether or not I have a neck beard or not. In fact, That's I might show they're... up on the next episode without a neck beard and I'll just see if anybody can tell. That's because they're trying to encourage its growth. They're not trying to encourage it's, its growth. Here's the deal. They want you to have a wild, unruly beard. So you have a problem, not with the beard itself, so people don't start sending you hate emails who enjoy the beard. You have a problem more with the neck beard. I do. And so you made an ultimatum to me. I like the beard as long as it's well kept. Yeah. And you... Look like a homeless person. See, I can see the neck beard when you turn. When you turn to look at the chat room, mm-hmm. you can see all the scruff. Yeah, and it drives me crazy. I want to groom you, and I said that. Why okay, don't you just groom me? Because you, you won't let me take a beard? razor blade near your throat. Really? You never asked. All right. Well, we'll see. Wait, have you ever straight raised, straight razor shaved? Nope. Well. Then why would you want to put a razor blade near my throat? I mean, like a razor. Oh. Yeah, you want to know what? Now I think about it, I don't want you to do that. (laughs) It would just seem very awkward. And I do know how to shave. Like, that is a thing. See? So it drives me nuts. So here's the thing. Yeah. What is a true fact that we know about neckbeards? Um, they appear once every three weeks Not, like a werewolf. Nope. Try again. Okay. All right. You're close. Uh, they are pretty red. That's no, no. Mm. Try again. I'll give you one more guess. They, they have a certain reputation on the internet. Which is? That they are often accompanied by fedoras. Yes. And so I said that you could continue to have your neck beard. If so you what, what am I? Am I, am I? am I a vape pen away? Like, what else do I need to fit into the internet stereotype? 
you need to get like on the a, right a, Reddit boards. A, oh, the red pill Reddit boards. Yeah, the red pill Reddit boards. So I need a Guy Fieri style T-shirt and yeah. a vape pen and yeah. a membership to the red pill. And you need to start a voice tweeting about Gamergate. Anita Sarkeesian and uh, what's the other one that they like or hate? The other Love. lady. Yeah. You know, Brianna the Wu. other one. Brianna Wu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, is it is it a hate thing? I always thought it was just kind of like maybe the the, 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 the programmer types, but like it, it's it's more that the men's rights folk. Uh, there's overlap. I'm worth throwing a lot in there. There's too too much, too many deets of stuff. Mm, anyway, point Lazy being, Dog says maybe a silk Dragon Ball Z t-shirt. That's actually a really good point. That's a good one. Oh, I, I like, like Dragon Ball Z. Don't ruin Dragon Ball Z for me. Um, so uh, your mother was so kind enough to ask me what you, you wanted for your birthday. You got my mom in on this. She was asking what you wanted for your birthday uh-huh. uh, because apparently you wouldn't tell her. I'm not, I don't know what I want for my birthday. I never do. Like, there's, you know, past the, the point of like 13. Like, I just, I don't know. I like to live the life I want to live every day. Well, like, why she, do I need something on one day? She wanted to get you, in addition to other stuff, uh, a haircut gift card thing. Because she is also disgusted by your neck beard. And she didn't say that. I'm putting words in your mouth, Gloria. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I told her about the fedora thing. And she also got you the fedora. So my mom is now funny. cackling with delight because I'm wearing on the stream a fedora that is an accompaniment to my neck beard. So you have one. That is an example of something that I would not have done for a girlfriend that I had that I did not live with. Like this is the kind of personal humiliation I will only suffer for somebody that uh, I am uh, so bound to that they live with me. Nailed it. Um, I do feel kind of weird about like getting on you about about stuff like that, but I don't know. Why is that? It just drives me crazy. Well, because like I don't like to pick on appearance appearances overall and what you're wearing and blah blah blah. Because it makes me feel weird. But that's the one thing, the one thing that makes me crazy. It's the neck beard. So there is other stuff that uh, that I would say is is new to my life since I live with you and and probably the biggest thing is is the diet thing you know that that I eat I would say prior to living with you I ate 0% vegan specific food I now eat in my diet probably 25% vegan specific food it's would that be safe that, to say? Isn't it? Well, I guess that? since you're traveling, I'm so on the road. Yeah, I guess maybe this this month I've been on the road. If a you lot. were at let's let's say hypothetically you were at home, yeah, um, all the time, minus your travel thing, which obviously, but like if you were to only eat in Oaklandia, yeah, how what percentage of your diet do you think would be vegan? Probably forty or fifty, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, because I'll still get food. You know, if we're if we're at a place that serves vegan stuff and and meat or or dairy, you know, stuff like I'll usually wind up getting that like at brunch and stuff like that. Yeah. But a lot of times when we go out, we go to vegan only restaurants, and like it's pretty rad to eat there because we don't we live dope lives and only eat dope shit. <laughs> so I haven't been vegan super long. I've been doing it almost and almost fully, like for the last six years but i would lapse it wasn't until like the last two where i moved to california that i tightened up about it really and like 
I just always cooked it. Do I don't you, know. Does go ahead. Well, here, let me ask you this, and then you can you can kind of bounce the same question back to me. Do you feel like a responsibility to be a a a, a proselytizer for 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 veganism, and not in that you have to convert new people, but rather you find yourself defending the 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 process a lot. Totally. Yeah. Um. Because. I, and I'm sure that there are annoying, evangelical, for lack of better words, vegans out there that will just bring up like, how do you like your chicken sandwich or something? Uh, But I get people. That that sounds like a helpful waiter. (laughs) (laughs) That does not sound like an angry vegan. That sounds like somebody that's helpful at a a Denny's that you just got a chicken sandwich at. Oh, my God. But, um. So, for instance, I don't know. Can I call out people? I won't call no, out names. No, come on. Drop bombs. So, like... We're all about Merkin motherfuckers on this podcast. For instance... Light them up. Yeah. When we were in Florida... Uh-huh. Um, this is probably the best example that yeah. I can think of. We went to dinner at this Japanese place... Yeah. ...with some of your friends. Yeah. And one guy on the other side of the table... Yeah. ...just kept... You know, he was the guy that yells uh, on Facebook, I love bacon! Uh, but like, oh, good, you know, the gym, more chicken for me. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no butter on your rice, and more butter for me. Yeah. And so, like, I have to, like, grit my teeth. Because even that was good natured, I felt. Well, I didn't realize that at the yeah. time, though I was still kind of. You were under. You were. You were getting. You were learning. Well, the, I'm learning to, the language of that group, which I'm, is which is very direct. I am so used to like people being very serious in that regard. Yeah. On that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So for for the more serious crowd, I am used to trying to show like I'm not the big going to immediately yell at you for chomping down on your pork chopper. I don't think you're, I mean, like if you, if people want to engage in a discussion about it, like then you're there to have it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever heard you like get aggressive about somebody who's just minding their own business. Yeah. I you try know? not to. I don't do think you, I, I Do don't you think find I yourself doing it? I can't, I, I, mean, I would be hard pressed to think of a time that you did. Me too. Yeah. Maybe I don't. But I, I only ask that because I find myself doing it. Like, defending veganism that's hilarious like Like how so well because you know a lot of people don't understand that there's like really good vegan food like and i know well all right so so the first part of it is what you already said which is like hey some people just get really personal about this food stuff you know like they are just really into the idea that like I am defending my turf for whatever reason as if we can't all eat different things. Yeah. But for me, you know, I I find myself like getting into conversations about how and why vegan food is good on like a fairly regular basis whenever the topic comes up or I mention that like, you know, because a lot of times I'll, I'll joke in like a like, oh shit, pollen out of control about to go get some vegan Mexican food. It was oh, like when oh. you did like, a, I don't know if it was Snapchat or like we were vining at the time. You did like yeah. a vegan hype man yeah. in the kitchen and you were like running around like, uh, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to me to see you do that. Like I, I like it to a certain degree because I can walk up to people and like 
be like, hey, here's this awesome, like, hipster vegan artisanal cheese. Nah. Yeah. And, like, people won't touch it. But if you, who is gnawing on a hunk of bacon in the corner. Yeah. It's like, oh, this vegan cheese is pretty good. Like, people will listen to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I don't quite know what that is. Like, I, I don't, I mean, maybe it's just, it's kind of what we were trying to do with, like, or we are trying to do with, with your with your Spice Vegan channel is like not only have a resource for people who are already vegan and want to explore different options on stuff, but also just like to have the baseline be, Hey, listen, like if you want to know about spices, ask a vegan, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, the spicing on vegan stuff is exceptional in, in good food is exceptional is, is as exceptional as any kind of food I've ever had. And, you know, for me, and really this is like kind of the the fruits of all of this is that like you had a lifestyle. I was curious about it because I care about you. Uh, We have found common interest in it. I I would like to register myself as the foremost uh, uh, meat-eating vegan uh, uh, restaurant critic because I have a lot of very important and salient thoughts about the vegan restaurants we go to around the city. But I have found about my own palate that I really don't like creamy stuff so much, you know? And and going back to, like, the mayonnaise stuff that I think we've talked about either on this show or certainly on Night Attack. But it's, like, what vegan cuisine does on a lot of levels is just make stuff that's a little less creamy. If you love creamy stuff, then you're going to find have to find different elements of, of vegan cuisine that I think is, is going to be more in your wheelhouse. But, like... For me, that's great. Vegan cheese is great. You know, vegan sauces are amazing because they they bring a lot of what I dig in, in food to the table while leaving out some of the super heavy, creamy stuff. So uh, I'm just curious, like, do people give you shit ever? Like, your friends gave me shit. But do they give you shit for, like, eating vegan food at all? I definitely have to lay on... Like the aggressive, like, no, seriously, like, I love it. So whatever, like, I, I, I got to, I, I have to kind of draw. I have to make it clear that I'm not just like doing it to indulge you. Yeah, you know, like I'm doing it because I enjoy it, and I wouldn't eat bad food. Like if you got into like a you know a juice cleanse, I would not be indulging your juice cleanse. I'm not. I'm not doing a juice. You cleanse. know. Like, there's there, no. There's, we should add a juicer to the wedding. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but anyway, now I think you know it's hard for me to to say a whole lot about um, the vegan thing, other than it's like what I'm doing. Like, I'm glad that like you're okay with it and you enjoy the cuisine and the cooking. But yeah, I I do think that it certainly is interesting that you, as someone who had not actively ever eaten vegan, it's like now a substantial part of your diet. <laughs> and it's rad. It's also so much easier to do in the Bay Area. Oh, totally. I don't know if we lived in Phoenix, if uh, I would be enjoying the vegan lifestyle in the way that I am enjoying it now. Yeah. You know, if there's it was, so much hipster vegan food here. If it was just like whatever we got from Whole Foods. Yeah. You know, I don't think we'd be able to do it. It's because you're turning into a hipster. 
First the neck beard, now I'm the fedora. I'm fucking wearing a fedora, lady. Let's get into our feedback. Harold writes, I've been married for eight years and have only had to wear a wedding ring for a total of 12 days. The reason? I have a very sensitive skin and have yet to find a type of metal that I can wear without giving me a rash. I've tried gold, white gold, and surgical steel. All of them begin to give me a rash after about three days. So my very understanding wife has relieved me of ring-wearing responsibility. And yes, she has had her wedding ring on every day. Love the show. Thank you very much for writing in, uh, Harold. I am currently researching uh, ways to make a convincing rash. rash. Yeah. Yeah. I want to mm. just like, I'm going to get some of those spices. I feel like if I get enough of those spices, I can just kind of oh like God. rub them under We're, my gonna, ring. You know what? Let I me go just... buy you some Trinidad scorpions and you can like rub your eyes. Well, that seems a little aggressive. Well, I'm just saying. Kiwi Wear red. Wear a fucking ring. Kiwi red from uh, actually no here let's uh oh man and you want to know what you would have to bring this up hmm. on on the monitor here to show it but let's go down to Miles uh Miles says well here now you you work on the Miles email let me read the Nikki email. Uh, hi, Ashley and Jury. When Clark and I were planning our wedding as divorcees with young children, money was tight, so we passed on an engagement ring. Clark had always hated his wedding ring during his previous marriage, and I have done the whole matching bands with my previous marriage as well. Uh, we had finally realized that outside perceptions didn't really matter to us. What was important was our relationship with each other and how we were behind closed doors. So when we went to buy wedding rings, we opted for an inexpensive plain white gold band just for me. It's been 14 years for us, and him not not wearing a wedding band has never been an issue. Since I do like jewelry, especially blingy jewelry, we talked about getting me something fancier a few years later when money wasn't quite, quite so tight. But I really didn't want to get a diamond, so my dear husband found a cubic zirconia that uh, was set in white gold to give me on our fifth wedding anniversary. At the time, he apologized because he still wanted to get me something bigger and flashier. But every time I put it on, I remember that his thoughtful about his thoughtful gesture and why I love him so much. Sorry to get so sappy. See you at Nertacular and Dragon Con. That's a very, very, very pretty story. That's a very nice story. That's sweet. I'm appreciative that Nikki wrote in. I'm on a preach. And we're looking forward to seeing it Nerdtacular. Yeah, dude. Uh, chat with Scott Johnson over the weekend. He is really excited for Nerdtacular. And so am I. Also, that's the other thing I have to script is the one man show that I'm doing an hour, uh, a month before our wedding, uh, which I will be doing at Nerdtacular. All right. You're going to script it at Nerdtacular? No, I gotta do it at Nerdtacular. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But I mean, but I don't. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to get this up. Let's. Okay, uh, Miles writes when I uh, when it was brought up that for each of you to get medallions, this immediately popped into my head. And what he has uh, posted is a link to the end of the Double Dragons movie. Not the game. Not a game. Not a game. The Double Dragons movie. Which uh, features a scene in which the double dragons get a, uh, they each get half medallions that they uh, cling together. They both turn into Tasmanian devil style tornadoes and are revealed to then have not the plain clothes that they are wearing throughout the movie, but rather the video game style geese that they wear throughout that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and he, uh, 
he suggested that, that we just change the theme from dragons to one of us would have a doctor bird medallion and one of us would have a cooper bird medallion and we would be able to cling them together at the end of our wedding. That's actually way better than rings. <laughs> right? All right, listen. But like it's got to have like have started the fire. It's got to have like a glowing light like just radiating and like make a really epic sound when they like <laughs> go together. It's going to be like an earthquake or something. Um Sorry. Strengths points out in the chat room that uh the titanium rogues ring is rash free. So maybe Ooh. we can uh, pass that along to Harold in the first uh the first email. Finally, Kiwi Red from New Zealand. I feel like something of an outlier as I'm a man who enjoys wearing a ring. Not just a big, chunkly, emblematic ring or anything, just a plain band on my ring finger, regardless of my relationship status. I first wore a ring when I was about 18 after being given the engagement ring that my father gave my mother. All right. Dear listeners, including Kiwi Red, I want everybody to try and pay attention very clearly to the next sentence that I read because it is indeed confusing. I will repeat the previous sentence. I first wore a ring when I was about 18 after being given the engagement ring that my father gave my mother before they broke up after he briefly dated my sister, her sister slash my aunt, but before they discovered that my mother was pregnant with myself. She never married him in the end, so the me- the ring merely represents a failed promise. <sighs> okay, so, so everybody knows, with Kiwi Red, his dad banged his mom, then dated the sister of his mom, but felt bad that he knocked up his mom, so got engaged, but never got married. We clear? Clear. Good. I wore it on my finger a couple times. It was not only fitted. I have small hands for a man, but wearing a ring on that finger just felt right. I gave the ring, a rose gold band with a charming little heart-shaped face and a small uh, inset garnet, to my girlfriend at the time, who subsequently lost it a few months before we ended up drifting apart and breaking up. Every now and then, in the couple of decades following, I brought a I bought a cheap ring for myself and typically worn it until it either wears out in the case of some crappy metal and enamel inlay rings or became too small and had to be cut off in the case of ladder rings after I gained a lot of weight. I'm in a relationship now which looks like we'll end in marriage, a new step for me, and I've been wearing a plain stainless steel band on my ring finger for a couple of years predating the relationship, which I'm looking forward to replacing with something a little bit more valuable in the not-too-distant future. Cheers to you, Kiwi Red from New Zealand. <clears throat> to which, really, I think we can only add, but how could this no. have been done? That's not funny. It's uh, very funny. It's, I hate that meme so much. We have one more email. I feel like I normally read the emails, but you should do the honors and read this final email. Oh, this is an excellent email. Uh, so this from good old Glow Young... A.K.A. Jury's Mom. Okay, so I just listened to Pet Peeves as I was traveling from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale today, and it was as amusing as ever. First, if you need someone to do your invoices, that would be a no-brainer for me and cost you nothing. Second, you better pay your, in all caps, FUCKING parking tickets. Or not get as many, but that seems unlikely. Third, Don't screw around with jury duty. You'll wind up in jail. Thanks, Gloria. 
for that useful advice that Justin will not follow. Oh, my God. I'll follow all of it. First of all, we've solved our invoice problem. We brought in somebody to invoice people. Mm. So that's good. <laughs> Your mom? No, my mom's not going to do it. Uh, mom, you, you will not be needed. Um, it is a problem that if it is pathetic, I can't solve myself. I can at least bring in somebody else to solve for me. Uh, second, I am paying my parking tickets. I do. I pay. Like, I, let yeah, everybody you know. you get the court notices? No. Oh, no, no, that was the Florida stuff. Never mind. Yeah. That was different. No. Those were tolls, Which not parking tickets. No, that was actually Silly a moving. me. Oh. That was a, that was a moving violation that I'm challenging in court. And losing. I'm not going to fucking lose. Number one, I would Didn't like to say. Did you just lose a speeding ticket? I would like to say to the fucking pig that pulled me over, you're going uh, that, down, you piece incentive. of shit. See? Is that, is that admissible in a court of law? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I'd like to apologize for the for the fine officer who's protecting the, the city of Davie, Florida, as we speak. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm not going to mess around with jury duty. I just kind of forgot about it once. But they do it it's so often, you know. So eventually, I'll get caught, and uh, I'll have and to. And you'll go in. get a giant fine. No, no. I mean, I, I've called in every other time to see if I had to go in. Mm. I just forgot to call in this time. Okay. Also, I had a game. Uh, thank you for emailing, Mom. If you would like to be like my mom and uh, email in, it is justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Put jury more in the subject line. That is justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Put jury more in the subject line. Ash? You're still wearing a ring. Fuck. Sorry. Fuck. You deal with Not it. Not the medallions? Not I want somebody medallion. to send in you can't medallion. You afford the medallions. Someone needs to send in medallion... Uh, Sketch art. Somebody can sketch a Dr. Bird and a Cooper Bird medallion. Maybe we can talk you into it. The double dragon medallion thing, I feel like, is a good way to go. Which reminds me of another really embarrassing thing that we never talked about. What's that? Remember the episode where we talked about our secret language? Yeah. One of the things I was just thinking about earlier today, uh-huh. do you know where I'm going with this? No. Uh, that I completely forgot that would have been really suited for that episode. Uh-huh. But now that we're talking about birds because of how much I love them. Yeah. And you love them. I love birds, yeah. Uh, you wrote a song for them. Uh, have we not sang this? No, we haven't sang that. We only sang the goose song. All right, so maybe we'll go out. We, we'll should, go, go out. we should go out on... Um, the Dr. and Cooper song. The Dr. and Cooper song, written by yours truly, Justin Robert Young. Yeah. All right. Uh, so so we'll, we'll go out on the Dr. and Cooper song. Uh, however, we do want people to email us about uh, bad invite stories. We want, we want to get your invite fights uh, all up in here. And next week, big topic. Big topic we're covering. What is it? How is how is Babby form? Oh shit, son. Yeah. Oh shit's getting real. Uh this get real ugly, guys. This is going to be an episode that we we it shows you our confidence in this show that we are willing to do a topic that like might start not a fight. Like an actual, we're going to see whether or not our marriage survives based on our conversation about kids on the podcast next week. So make sure you tune in. Uh, Thank you to everybody watching. 
Um, where can people find you on the internet, Ash? Healthy Addict pretty much everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, I think on Mission Pick, too. And oh, yeah. Then, get on Mission Pick. Uh, Mission Pick. Mission Pick's cool. Um, and Spice Vegan on YouTube. And then Fake Gamer Girl on Twitch. Beef, you will not get to watch us make a kid on the uh, on the show <laughs> next week. I think we will probably uh, probably save that uh, for for porn tube or something. Yeah, or yeah. like you know, we wedding like, night. We like to have a big uh, a, a, a diverse social media presence, and porn tube is is no. We you know we're, we're going to work it into our social. We want to meet our audience where they want to meet us. That's. True, true. Yes. Uh, Justin R. Young on all relevant social media platforms. Uh, go ahead and uh, listen, man. You missed out on it over the weekend if you weren't following us on Snapchat and stuff like that because we, we tweeted the hell and, and uh, took pictures and snapped the the hot holy hell out of our, our big party in Austin, which is why my voice is a pile of poop. Um, but so much more uh, will be coming from that, including... Let's just go ahead and get a big shout out to uh, Tropics, who uh, does our yes. theme, performed uh, with with me. I didn't realize it was going to be so big a part of his his performance, but I was very happy to do it. It was very funny if you were around to watch me squirm and panic on not failing really to be an MC, a a MC for an amazingly talented, uh, you know, uh, EDM uh, performer. So. Yeah. Uh, Were go you ahead actually yelling out. Hitler? I was not yelling Hitler. It was just the recorded Hitler. The recorded yeah. Hitler, okay. yeah. I um, wasn't sure because you yell Hitler around the house so much. I do. Well, I don't yell Hitler. <laughs> Come on. Some things are private. Sorry, sorry. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Well, love you guys. We'll see you all next Monday. Next week. Yeah, next Monday. Hopefully Monday. So, all right, this is the song that this I've is... written for Dr. Bird and Cooper Bird. Yep. Okay. Dr. and Cooper, best, best friends, friends forever. forever. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Okay, here we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here, all right. Here, 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 here. Take two. Take two. Dr. and Cooper, best friends forever. Bird pals in Oakland solving mysteries for you. They fly around from town to town saying, hi, doctor. And... See you next week, everybody. Hello. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>